everyone, and thank you for tuning into this episode. I'm so happy to introduce my next guests. Yes, guests, there are more than one. So today we are talking to Schoon. Now, Schoon is made up of two artists and was started in Hamburg in Germany. Amin and Thorbin came together because of tragic circumstances. However, I'm not going to continue on and we're going to hear it straight from them, from the horse's mouth. So Thorbin and Amin, thank you for being with us today. Hey, Sophie. Thank you so much for having us. Thanks for having us, Soph. God, you guys look great. How is Germany? <laughs> How you. is the weather? <laughs> it's cold. We don't have sun. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to I wanna talk to you guys. Let's get a bit uh, down and dirty. Um, let's talk about things that we haven't really discussed. A lot of people, a lot of fans. But I don't know if people really know Thorben and Emin, you know. They know Schoon. So today we're looking into you two. So let's start with the basics. You know, I mean, uh, you're from Syria and Thorben, you are German. Um, this is a wonderful collaboration and how you met. So I think it's uh, great if you guys could tell the story. But I always say the story. It's unfair. Okay. You have to say it. <laughs> no, well, um, lucky cir circumstances in a way, uh, even though it was not a good time back then. Um, from my side, I met uh, this guy 2015 September. I think 15th, but 15th. I don't. I don't remember. Maybe it was 17th. <laughs> yeah, Lo long time it ago. Was a Saturday, I think. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's how precise it means gonna be. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was a Saturday. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, um, I was living with a lot of friends in a big, like, uh, shared flat. Technically, eight people practically more like 16 most of the time um and uh we were like more or less the people were more or less like active in all kind of volunteering jobs but back then and doing things um trying to help out all the people that reached germany back then and um this is basically the short way how i met i mean so there was one flatmate of mine who was always like working in a place called Kleiderkammer. They were like collecting goods and uh, clothes people could need. And um, yeah, he was always leaving super early in the morning, coming back late at night. And at a certain point I found out he's always bringing someone, but we never saw this person because they were, yeah, like either way sleeping or out of the house. Um, so I got kind of curious and uh, one day I catch this guy and uh, took him to the kitchen table and discussed with everyone and uh, we kind of found him a room in our living room under the ceiling the biggest room in the house <laughs> and the kitchen is under me i wait everybody to sleep and then i go eat all the food that's true yeah, yeah. exactly yeah this is basically how we met and then uh, things turned and we got to know each other slowly and uh, no it was pretty fast not slowly yeah. and um yeah i, I like heard him singing one one evening on the kitchen table and we kind of had the idea of okay we have to do something no idea what let's just jam together and yeah things turned out pretty quickly and yeah pretty well and uh, people friends forced us to continue uh, i'm so glad your friends forced you to continue because otherwise we wouldn't be where we are today now i mean i do remember once we sat and we were chatting once when you were in beirut and uh, you told yeah. me that you started singing and singing started with your father. Um, so do you want to tell us about that connection and, and, you know, how did it make you feel when you were away from home and away from your family and you were singing? 
uh, in Germany. Make me feel not lonely a little bit somehow because if I'm diving and with my thoughts and with my memories, I just get out from here and go there. I can close my eyes and I can be home. I can smell the kitchen that what my mother is cooking or I can hear my dad's voice. But this is how it makes me feel. I think everyone can appreciate, you know, how you can close your eyes and sing and then transport yourself home and not feel so lonely anymore. So thank you for telling us that. Now, Thorben, you don't get away from personal questions either. <laughs> so uh, working with Amin and understanding his status as a refugee, um, I'm sure it was really hard to maybe travel or get gigs. And I remember we, we spoke about that once, you know, sometimes you've had to go and do gigs on your own because Amin wouldn't get a visa. I mean, how, what kind of a hindrance has this been on, on the evolution of Shkun? Yeah, till, till now there's like, there's not this solution or this guide. We're still searching for it and it's uh, always a hassle. And mm -hmm. uh, for each gig and each country outside the European Union, we kind of have to find a unique way of, of making it happen. Um, because till now most countries, like there's no standard way of applying even for a visa for Amin and all these kind of things. So it was always a big back and forth on if we want to do it, how we want to do it. And um, yeah, in the end, we decided quite often that, okay, let's let's do it, even though I mean can't travel. And um, yeah, I think this patience kind of helped us as well because we were able to develop certain fan bases and other countries. And through time, pressure on certain systems was big enough to be able to get visa. And yeah, like I think Lebanon was the first country outside the European Union and then like Jordan followed up and um, yeah, then Egypt. Egypt, Tunisia. It's showing like it's, I don't know. I think everybody knows there, you know, everybody in Lebanon or, or everybody in Syria who's going to listen to this or ev around the world and who are Syrian or Lebanese or Palestinian or Palestinian Syrian. We suffering from this thing. Not only me, not only I mean. Definitely, you're completely yeah, right a, there. I mean, it's a pain uh, in the ass. It oh, is. Oh. It is. <laughs> it is Sorry. a pain in the ass. This seems to be the the, the, the word the word of the moment. So, guys, yeah. as you can <laughs> tell, they've been struggling with a lot of things. And as you said, uh, as you guys could see Thorben's face when he was telling us about the struggle with the visas, you could see the severe frustration that these two have had to go through. And um, touching on Amin's point, where he's saying, you know, a lot of people are suffering um, just as he is. And I think it was just interesting to see that it doesn't matter what status you have as an artist or so, you still have to go through these um, barriers and blockages, which uh, hopefully all of us are still fighting to uh, remove. I mean, we know that's happening across the world. So guys, um, I think what's interesting is um, another thing. A lot of people, I remember sitting, uh, I, I know Thorben's wife quite well, everyone, and um, she is a character and a half and I love her to pieces. And uh, she, she was telling me, you know, she, she did go to some tours with them. and Everyone's like, shkun, shkun. And she was like, Sophie, I, it was just so overwhelming. <laughs> I feel like I came from, you know, my small house in my apartment in Hamburg. And suddenly, you know, we're, we're riding this wave and people don't really understand our background and where we came from, you know, and, and that we are very similar to everyone else. And we have these ethics and ethos that we abide by. So... Let's, uh, you know, in the spirit of Lena, because she couldn't be with us today, can you guys shed light on what she was trying to tell me? Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
it's something um, yeah that's very confusing and beautiful at the same same moment all the time when we're touring because like yeah and here we're suffering the same stuff that everyone does you know like these months where you don't know how to fucking pay your rent and um yeah we just like yeah um don't have money to 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 buy your tickets for public transportation or all these kind of things and then um we play concerts in in small venues here in germany where there's like yeah 200 people coming we're having a really good time of course and then we're traveling somewhere and there's thousands of people and they make a big thing out of it and um that can be really confusing and people expect us to be someone or something like you know like shining big whatever there is people my cousin little cousin told me some of his friends they think that we have lamborghini I don't even have a driving license. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, you need to you need to snap out that bling. I mean, for you know, you've got you've got some young fans out there that just want to see you all geared up. You know, yeah. what's the, what's the next the video clip gonna look like, yo? <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be with the lion next to me, you know, on the chair. I wanted to bring that up because um, these guys have struggled with this uh, push and pull, and I, I I know them quite well, and they hate walking into huge crowds and, and feeling like people have paid an arm and a leg, you know, to come and see them. You know, they want to offer their music to to the masses. So, this is something that I fully respect about these two that are in front of me today, and um, they're very genuine and honest. The scandal um, a couple of months ago, and I know you guys don't want to get into details, but. I think it's something that we should address, you know, um, I'm sure a lot of your fans are listening to this <laughs> and um, they might want some clarity to understand what took place. So uh, I'm going to let you guys take it from there um, and let's talk about uh, whatever you think uh, we need to say on this topic. The thing is like, uh, like we said, we don't want to talk in detail. Um, there is no problem against any person, no matter what they are and who they are. It was just about something else. And I feel a bit sorry for the reaction that it came out out of me. But at the same time, like I tried to fix it and it couldn't work. Yeah. So I don't know. It's it's just like really, really sad how everything turned out in the end. And um, especially that there got so many things and feelings in, in our ways, like from all of us. I mean, we are all emotional human beings in the end and um i really believe that um all three of us um had a really good time for a long time and um i mean humans causes issues all the time and there is conflict and um yeah i think we were not like through time not um like sensitive or like caring aware enough of the issues we're having between each other because like being on tour and doing all these kind of things you sometimes have to like <laughs> push your personal <coughs> feelings and issues away so um you kind of swallow a lot of things you have and um and you don't clear things up straight so um there's of course always a lot of tension and um yeah that kind of turned out in in something that was in the end not being able to be solved which is um, super sad and um, I really hope we could have solved it or we can still solve it um, even though there's 
um, yeah, for me, I I don't know what to do anymore. And um, I really hope for all of all three individuals that were like part of this project for some time um, that we're all gonna find our way and be happy and um, have a good like future. Um, and to be honest, I was not sure if if we're gonna be able to continue this without Maha. And um, I also felt like a responsibility that this project we're having is um, something bigger than individuals because we have this um, platform. This yeah, platform and responsibility and. Um, uh, yeah, it's like we, we're living in a world where things need to be said and um, we're having this opportunity and it would be, um, yeah, not the best decision to just stop doing what we're doing. And it's, um, for me, it's not a personal thing um, because it's, I, I sometimes feel it's it's bigger than, than what, we, what, what I am or what I can deliver. And it's not me, this project, it's just like, it's the project itself. It's not about the people inside the project. It's about the unit that it's making the project going on. And I don't, this is what you want to say. Well, I think I think what I can understand from what you guys are saying, you know, there was and we we've already discussed it. There's a lot of frustration. There, you know, these things happen so fast. Uh, you were having to deal with so many different factors. You know, trying to come out from where you guys were, I mean, establishing yourself in a new society, a new community, a new culture. Um, I'm sure that was a, a culture shock for you, you know, and uh, Thorben being being from where he is, for him to try to understand where you're coming from sometime would be difficult. So there, there was always going to yeah. be things yeah, well, lost in translation. There was always respect, and this is how we, why we continue and why we still moving on because there was respect. But when the respect is going away between the people it's themselves, it, I don't know. Well, I don't talk to you, to Sophie. I don't talk to you, Sophie, like I'm Amin and I'm Amin and I am and I am. I'm talking about we, we always, and it's about we, not I am or who he is. It's about me and him doing this project. I think uh, I think you you know um, Mahed as well was uh, is Syrian right and he was uh, a refugee and he was also struggling with a bunch of things emotionally and mentally and I think uh, I think as as Thorben was just trying to say um, communication became uh, loose and so words yeah, were used exactly. uh, loosely and uh, misinterpretation took place and. Um, and Thorben looks very, very sorry about that, and so do you. So uh, I'm glad we've addressed this topic. We don't need to go into it further. Um, I think if, if anyone has any questions, I'm sure uh, things will come up as they go. And um, so we wish the best to everybody. All love to everybody, you know? Yeah. This is the, the thing. And that's what everybody uh, needs to understand. So, uh, Yes, it's uh, it's been a turbulent ride. Yes, there's been a loss. Um, I think, I mean, you're accustomed to loss, so uh, I, it's not easy, but, um, you know, you need to keep moving forward. So on the topic of moving forward, guys, you know, with things that are going on around you, uh, what do you think is going to happen? You know, I know you guys have been out of concert and not being able to sing and not being able to perform and COVID and... What's the deal, the guys? What's the deal? What's coming up? 
<laughs> if I would know. Uh, it's the best time. It was really, it was a really mental break for all of us. This lockdown, the beginning of it. Then it, we got bored. Then yeah, and it, yeah. it, it reminds all of us um, <coughs> that we never had control over our lives. Like even all okay. these people, especially where we live here in Germany, you know, people are living in this illusion that we are in control of what's happening. We are not. We have never been. Like, um, of course, Syrian people and Lebanese people and Palestinian people and a lot of when we just like, not only the Arab world. It's like most countries yeah. in the world. People know that there is no control. And here in Europe, in 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 in, in this bubble, people are living in this illusion. So for us, it was, I think, really helpful in a way. Of course, it's like terrible that all this happened. Um, but yeah, just like reminding ourselves um, what life is about. Um, of course, for us, like personal and or like, yeah, with with our music was um, the worst timing, of course. I, I don't know if there would have been a better timing in the end, but um, <laughs> in the end, bad timing or bad time. No, like everyone in the beginning was thinking yeah and now all these creative people they have time and there's going to be a lot of creative output from free from people and there's just this is bullshit nothing left why is it bullshit what does that mean it, it's all been yeah, talking bullshit like, or covid no the people the people what they say about okay the artists, yeah but, yeah, but creative and it's really I think I think in a way where 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 Thorben said I was uninspired I've never been so uninspired yeah. I think that's what people don't necessarily understand about creatives and they need to be an inspir in an inspirational place to want to create in some way so oh, but you did mention the people my friend <laughs> but yeah, you no, did mention at the beginning I mean that it was like a mental break so you obviously really needed that mental break there was obviously yeah, a lot on. of stuff going on come on yeah, we you do. fly yeah. from a place to a place and you go and it's always loud in your ears it's it's really it's not healthy you know <laughs> you need the break even though now it's like getting frustrating of course and yeah but you guys are giving back aren't you we, i mean i remember last time i chatted to you guys you guys said that now you're working in a vaccination center and most of the musicians and artists and yeah, promoters exactly. and everyone's had to sort of take up this job because the scene and the industry is sort of dormant or asleep shall we say so how is it are you guys rocking out in the vaccination <laughs> centers what's taking place yeah. <laughs> well, we're pushing the people so hard on the wheelchairs exactly and <laughs> soon there's going to be a new musical exactly huh? this yeah. musical Va this vaccination <laughs> yeah we're working on it no um yeah on, on on that point of course we all needed to, <coughs> to find a way how to survive and like somehow and get through this time and um luckily here in berlin we are able um yeah to have this job at the moment and and trying to to do something that yeah makes sense and uh, especially in these times and trying to to do something that's gonna be part of like ending this shit um on the one hand and um yeah it's really nice to work in an environment where all these people from cultural backgrounds and like yeah event people and all these yeah it's a rave. <laughs> <laughs> um so i guess that just goes to show the people that said that the creatives are at home thinking up a storm and no they're actually partying in the vaccination centers no not partying <laughs> like working is a rave you know rave is about moving your body on the rhythm we wake up in the morning early we are healthy we don't drink alcohol and drive <laughs> 
<laughs> so for all yeah, of you that do, do take the advice from Amin, please. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not drink yeah, and drive. Dot <laughs> 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 com. <laughs> yeah, and in the end, um, through this, like having this rhythm again and, and being with people and um, being, be, being able to exchange, uh, inspiration comes back. Yeah, this is what I feel through the last month that like, yeah, we, we start doing music again and there's a lot of like creative output at the moment and um, we're planning for a lot of interesting things. And um, yeah, let's see. So just for our um, audience that are listening that might not have been vaccinated, um, both of you have been vaccinated. So how was that? How well, did you sadly, feel? sadly, I feel sad about the people who didn't get vaccinated, but we just feel normal. I just feel sorry for those poor, poor <laughs> people that did not get vaccinated. They don't have the we, we were just lucky. Come on. No, no, we yeah. were just lucky. It's in in like... the end, it's crazy because, like, here in Germany, like, um, they, um, they made contracts with all the pharmaceutical companies producing the vaccines, and they, they put the, um, the population into different priority groups, which makes sense like starting first of all with old people and getting younger and younger through time. And then also for uh, certain jobs, you you are higher, you have a higher priority to get vaccinated. And of course, for us as musicians, um, we wouldn't be in any priority group. Of course, we are young. <laughs> and like, so yeah, that was like kind of a lucky accident. That was not why we chose doing this job. So we started doing this, like kind of, let's call it working in the front line. It's not the front line. I, I still think like the front line is w the people in the hospitals who yeah, save lives. Um, and, um, but in the end, we're not now, now part of the system. And um, we were just super lucky that, yeah, now like out of nothing, we were like priority group one. And of course we happily took it and yeah yeah well we know we know you happily took it he, he he's he's uh, he's, he's feeling <laughs> sorry for all for all the plebs you know oh bloody hell you know they're never yeah, because gonna, they're, they don't stand a chance i was just lucky i'm sorry <laughs> so i know i mean we have to pick on you from time to time I I mean, people think that we have lamborghinis they thought that we bought it come on and you're just happy you got a vaccine <laughs> Yeah. No, so I, for I those who think that these two are driving around in in lamborghinis or bugattis or whatever it is yeah, i no. mean they're, they're just uh, really really happy that they managed to get a vaccine and <laughs> so uh, if you want to know more about the vaccinations i'm sure you can ask them and they'll do a series for you on the stories on instagram uh, how did i feel when i got vaccinated yes uh, reporting live <laughs> from the vaccination center in berlin I mean, <laughs> and there's always rain, you know, hitting in my face. Yeah, we are good. <laughs> okay. So, guys, let's wrap this up. And um, is there anything you would like to leave with uh, your fans, your listeners, and you have their attention? So, please, the floor is yours, guys. We're gonna come back soon, inshallah. And we'll miss you. And we're gonna go through this, and <coughs> then we're gonna have a pretty good time yeah. together, I guess. So Amin's gonna leave us with a song, everybody. What what kind of song? I'm I don't know. Cool. You're the you're, you're the artist, <laughs> darling. You shouldn't be asking me. <laughs> Show us your creativity. Now. Yalla. Yalla, improv. I need a piano. I need a piano. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> All those plebs who don't have a vaccine, I can't <laughs> sing without my piano. <laughs> you know, my piano is not tuned. Come on. <laughs> All right, then. So I will leave you with a song oh. and our stories instead. Or are you going to give us something there, Amin? Well, on the stories? <laughs> oh, no. وانتي مني انتي مني انا منك وانتي مني وانتي مني العمر يقضي ويعه وعلي انتي بلحظه توصل مني ويلي يا ابوي الى اللقاء جود نايت جود نايت and that's Amin's lullaby, everyone. And thank you, you both for joining please. us today. You cut this. <laughs> you cut this. No, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. thank you so much, you know, for opening up your heart and talking about some vulnerable subjects. You know, I could see that really affected you. I really appreciate you uh, opening up to me. Amin, a closed book as usual, but we do know that his heart's made of gold and uh, it comes out in music. So keep listening to hear Amin's story. <laughs> and uh, boys, thank you so much. And keep everything going. And uh, good luck with everything. And so my love to Lena. <laughs>